All right, everybody, welcome back to the Agents of Comic Book Podcast. My name is Paul. And I'm Eric. That's right, and we're back here with the uh, the third out of four of our uh, Justice League coverage here. Uh, we are, today are going to be continuing, as uh, if you've been listening to the previous two episodes before this, going through the Grant Morrison run of JLA uh, back at the uh, late 90s. Uh, we're going, there's one more arc we're doing today, which is pretty much all about like the JSA and the the. Oh, the JLA, yeah, the JLA. I, they're so yeah. close. Um, I lost it for a second there. Uh, teaming up and uh, you know battling some genies and some fifth dimensional imps. It's pretty cool. Oh yeah, yeah. I like this one a lot. Yeah, yeah this one was was pretty dope, and it introduces uh, basically. Except, the- honestly, I the one thing I kind of got annoyed by was having to like read and pronounce in my head the names of the genies. Oh, and I don't everything. try. No, I <laughs> after just a while, I was just like X Y Z. That's it. <laughs> no, yeah, that, I pretty much just look at it. and I'm like, that's the name. Yeah, that, that's that one. I do the same thing whenever Zatanna is casting spells. So you actually kind of like reading it backwards because it's kind of like a little puzzle. Oh, I do sometimes. <laughs> it's just when, when it happens. When, when it's a lie. Yeah. When you're reading a book that has Zatanna in it in every issue, like reading Justice League Dark, and I can see her like, you know, throwing a fireball. I'm like, she probably said something about a fireball. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> eventually I'm like, I just hate reading backwards. <laughs> yeah, it gets a little overbearing. Um, But I remember I was reading Justice League Dark and I I uh, think I tweeted about this where I was uh, Zatanna is like casting like fireballs at like these spirits. Yeah. Yeah. And if you read it backwards, she's actually quoting uh, Queen with Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, really? Uh, Thunderbolts and lightning. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she's doing. She's throwing lightning. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, so I read it backwards, and I was like, oh, okay, you know what? It paid off that time. <laughs> yeah, that, that always helps. Um, but yeah, sometimes when uh, when there's like the weird like no vowels, I'm like, I can't say it. I'm not going to try to. Thankfully, oh, I'm reading it. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, we have to talk about it on a podcast today, so I'm going to have to try. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're kind of going through for the adaptation. We started out doing Justice League stuff because the Snyder's the I almost said the Snyder's nut. <laughs> Snyder's nut. The Snyder's nut. <laughs> now coming out with the Snyder's nut. Yeah. That- <laughs> oh God. Yeah, that's the X-rated version. <laughs> uh, no, but we started talking about the Snyder cut um, a couple weeks ago, and we've kind of been going through for the. A- uh, adaptation half of it last week we did ju- the justice league animated show uh today we kind of did more of the same thing but then the episodes i picked i kind of realized that I, this show is not aging as well as i thought it did <laughs> yeah um so i'm like ah, it, was, it was fine yeah it was so i don't know how much we're going to talk about that but we do i mean the comic is more interesting and it, that's kind of what we do anyway with this podcast oh we, yeah. we'll usually spend like 75 to 80 percent of the time on the comic and then at the end be like so a thing happened <laughs> yeah and especially if it's like a morrison comic too like unless the adaptation's super good we're always going to talk about the comic right. more. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's our plan for today. We'll briefly talk about that because it was kind of like WandaVision. So that's the one interesting thing I thought was uh, the takeaway from that. Yeah. And like another kind of like Justice League. Yeah. And it was like the JSA, but like not, which was kind of bothered me. But yeah. <laughs> it was like just slightly off, but almost to a Wildcat was Catman, which is another character <laughs> in DC now. So that, that one. Honestly, that might have been the highlight of the episodes for me. It was Catman <laughs> and Ray. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just like his weird little psychic. <laughs> I'm the Green Guardian. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then next week, I, next week, I think we'll stop watching that probably and then find something else. There's got to be like a Justice League animated movie to cover. Yeah. Um, that's. Got more on its more meat on its bone than that did, but maybe there's not. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. I We're, can't think. I'm gonna off. scrape the bottom of the barrel for Justice League adaptations and find whatever I can find that we have not watched before. There's gotta be like some hidden bad gem. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I can look around because I think I'm finding revisiting these old like cartoons is not as rewarding as I think it's gonna be. Like I always go back and I'm like, I enjoyed this because I was a kid. Yeah, <laughs> like <that's, laughs> it doesn't hold up. Yeah, not always. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, so, but some of them were written for like an older audience, so they do age better yeah um but there's some of them where it's like 
yeah. there are definitely some filler ones that I think those two might have been some filler. Yeah, where it's like <laughs> what you see is what you get. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But then, yeah, so after that, I think we're getting close to, I think we're just going to do one episode of Falcon Winter Soldier because I found out it's only six episodes. Oh, really? So I don't think it's worth doing a whole series for, yeah, but we'll definitely, nah. we'll find a good, like, uh, like Sam Wilson, Captain America story, and we'll do that paired with the uh, with the show. Okay. Um, we'll find something to do for that. Um, I we actually, I, I just at least I myself caught up on that show, uh, at least to where we are now, three episodes in. Okay. Just to set you up, the first two episodes are not good. Okay. Uh, the third episode, not bad. Pretty a decent step up. I'll it's tell good you that. To hear. They go to Madripoor, which was cool. That X Men kind of lawless, like. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Damn, yeah, that's pretty dope. Um, and it's all colorful and shit. Um, huh. The show gets a lot better when Zemo enters, and that's in episode three, so it's like, gotcha. until then, it's a drag. Okay. It's, uh, just a lot of setup. Yeah, it's a lot of, and it's, it's just boring. <laughs> I don't know. It just feels like- MC- is, is that a, is that like WandaVision, where it's like 30-ish minute episodes, or are they full No, length? it's an hour. Okay. Yeah, it's six hour long episodes. At least I haven't looked exactly, but it feels like an hour each time. Okay. Yeah. Um, so hopefully it's getting better. I feel like they're- but it does feel like now it's kind of going in a string of just like cameos. It's like here's yeah. the character, here's the character. Hey, you know them, right? So yeah. it's like Wandavision, where it's like a team up of all the like side characters, which can be fine. Yeah, but we'll see. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna start it soon. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I guess I want it. That's why I want to wait till the end because right now I don't have good thoughts about it. But maybe they'll wrap it all up at the end and and make it good. Yeah. Could have a big. You finish. never know. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hold out some hope. Yeah. Um, but after that, did you see the trailer for the Loki show? Um, I saw that the trailer dropped. I didn't watch it though. It, it looks pretty interesting. I'm excited for that one actually. And when does that start? That's pretty soon. That's in uh, either late May or June. Okay. So it's relatively soon. And isn't there like a comic that's pretty like that they drew a lot from? Oh, for that show? I, I can't even decide which one to do because there's so many good options for the Loki show because there's a really good Al Ewing comic called uh, Loki Agent of Asgard, which I think is what they're probably going to draw the most from. Okay. But that one is also like it's you don't get the most out of it reading that by itself. It's kind of like the conclusion of like the kid Loki arc. Oh, okay. Um, so I think we'll either we might do that. St- like maybe we'll do that um, and then we can just like you can still read it without it you're just missing a couple things yeah yeah um we might do that there's a whole bunch of loki like early stories that would work for that we could even do young young avengers would be fun Mm -hmm. um we could do uh um, journey into mystery which is the original kid loki story gotcha um i think that would work pretty well I think that that's those are the the three I think they're really going to draw from. Okay, because that's the, the, pretty much like the modern Loki arc that pretty much has been inspired and worked from like the MCU version of the character. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, but uh, it looks cool. Like the the trailer makes it seem like it's all going to be like around like time, kind of like manipulate. Like there's like a time kind of like uh, FBI or whatever that kind of like controls time. Gotcha. And Loki's like mixed up in it because he like broke time by coming back to life. Yeah, because isn't it him like kind of going through different periods, like just messing around? Yeah, so that's yeah. what I think will be fun. Like in the yeah, tra- it's a cool concept. In the first trailer, it's like him is like uh, DB Cooper. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> Jumping out of the plane? Yeah, with a bunch of money. <laughs> that's awesome. And then he gets like bifrosted away. Okay. So, yeah. So, yeah, I like shit like that. And then, like, some money just goes flying out, just like the money they found from D.B. Cooper. Okay. <laughs> nah, that's cool. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm hoping that... I mean, Tom Hiddleston might carry it, if nothing else. For sure, so, yeah. Um, definitely. I'm, I'm hoping that's good. So, we'll definitely cover that when that comes out and maybe go through some of that Loki stuff, because... That book is really fucking good. That Agent of uh, Agent the of book, yeah. Okay. Oh, it's so fucking good. But that's just Al Ewing. Like he's always writing, just yeah. like the best comic for sure. So yeah. So after doing a quick math, there <laughs> we uh, were able to determine we're going to need to do a one-off in between uh, Justice League and 
uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. So that's pretty much open. If anyone has a request over on Twitter, uh, we're over at Agents of Podcast. If you have a comic and a related adaptation, we already have a couple one-off ideas that we might just throw out there that we've been sitting on for a while. Yeah, there's some um, on deck. Steel is still there. Yeah, and there's we got steel a bunch was of steel in this. this. Yeah, that no. could be a good transition. Yeah, we got a nice little flavor saver. Yeah, to we, start it we off. might pick steel. I got some. We might even stay with Morrison because, or actually, it, would, it wouldn't even be Morrison. It'd be a mixture of um, Morrison and Molly and uh, Molly Fitch. Okay, who did the New Fifty Two Superman? And there was backups in every issue of Steel. Oh, so we might okay. do that too, or maybe we'll do Fifty Two. I haven't decided yet. We'll, we'll figure it out. Did we, Which would also be Grand Morrison. Did we ever figure out if that Steel movie is like streaming on anything? Yeah, I mean, it's I'm sure on we'll HBO. Have, I'm sure we'll have, oh, it's on HBO. Oh, sure hell is. yeah. I figured we'd have to like rent it or something. No, I think I think that might be what we do. Hell yeah. I would I'm, love to do that. I'd be down with that. I'd for sure would be down. <laughs> I have not seen that movie and I want to know what it is. I need to see how bad it is. <laughs> like just the fact that it's just Shaq playing because I don't know how th- that's even gonna look stylistically. No, I've seen the costume. It's not is not the worst thing I've ever seen in my life, but it's not. Oh great. yeah, I can see that. It, it basically is RoboCop, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It, it's RoboCop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that maybe that's the plan. Then yeah. we get a little uh, a John Henry Irons moving in there. Yeah, I'd be down with that. Cool, cool. And then after that, we'll do a Falcon Winter Soldier. And then after that, who knows? Yeah, tables wide open. Uh, but yeah, we'll get into what our job is for today, which is to talk about uh, JLA issues uh, twenty eight through. 31, 32? I need more confidence from you there. 31. <laughs> you, you had it right the first time. <laughs> Math right. is not my forte. No, neither n- neither me. So yeah, we start out here on issue 20, uh, 28. Like I said, this is going to be kind of a JSA, JLA kind of crossover here. Uh, it's all going to be about um, these uh, extra-dimensional imps. Uh, Mr. Mixelpix is the big one. That's a Superman villain. Yeah, I knew um, that one. Yeah, he's the famous one. That's yeah. why they call on Superman right away in this, because that's his thing. Yeah. Those have always been his villains. But it's also kind of the rise of these other uh, jinn, these other like genies, uh, which ties into one of the JSA characters, Johnny Thunder, yeah. who was just like this old... Or now he's I depicted as an old man, but he was just like this... Uh, yuck kind of like happy-go-lucky guy with a genie who made wishes and it was super overpowered but they used it in goofy ways so it was okay. like an old thing gotcha um so grant morrison's introducing his own version of that character here with uh jakeem who has been used like since then as the new kind of like johnny thunder character gotcha um there's not really a, a superhero name for it as far as i know and i, I might be forgetting i think one. the only really thing i saw that they kept uh, referring was jj thunder yeah that's about it yeah because the the genie is uh basically just comes up and like grants wishes and just goes nuts yeah it lives in like his pen right um so that that's the introduction of that character as well uh and then we have um some other ones that are kind of going loose uh shazam shows up i was okay i had a question so shazam like in this universe is he a kid Normally, yes. so it's it's a kid mind, right? Okay, so yeah, gotcha. it's a kid, but when he transforms, he has like the uh, the knowledge of uh, you know the, of I a forget man. all the gods' names. So yeah, <laughs> there's like super knowledge, super wisdom. So he is he does for like all intents and purposes like have the wisdom and kind of the decision making of an adult when yeah, he's yeah. Shazam. Yeah, so he's not like I'm a little kid. What's what's this button do? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so like, but he does have like a little kid's kind of just like sense of like wonder, where he's like, holy shit, that's like Superman. Yeah, because it comes up a couple times that. In some cool situations, there was one with Green Lantern where he's like, like obviously Shazam, he's he's fucking strong and like he can get shit done, but he's not thinking everything through. Right, he's still that kid, he's still inside. immature. Yeah. yeah, even as a line where he's like, he hasn't even kissed a girl. It's like, okay, dude, you don't have to beat him when he's down. <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly! Yeah, take it easy. <laughs> And actually, one of the members of the JSA we've already been introduced to, which was Our Man. They met, like, the Our Man of the very distant future yeah, yep. uh, a couple arcs ago. Uh, so he's kind of reappearing now as well. It's kind of just like Morrison's distant future take on the character. Um, and then we also have um, the original Flash, 
Yeah, I love that outfit. Uh, Jay Garrick, the original Flash. Oh uh, yeah, with his uh, tin tin hat helmet, <laughs> yeah, the tin like triangle. Oh yeah, that's classic. Uh, yeah, for those who don't know the JSA members, we'll go through the rest of them here. There's also uh, uh, he's called now Sentinel. He was the original Green Lantern before they had all the lore for the Green Lantern stuff. Yeah. So these days he's kind of seen as like a separate entity who just kind of like heard about the symbol and copied it, but okay. it has his own kind of powers. Yeah, because he's like an artist, right? Um, no, I think you're thinking of oh, no. Kyle. Yeah, I'm thinking of Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, the original Green Lantern, uh, Alan, he, his powers are all like kind of just like basically Green Lantern, but for not tied in with the Green Lantern corpse at all. Yeah, yeah. Which makes him better, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of just more the concept of it. Right. Not the bureaucracy. He's like Green Lantern, but like not a cop. Yeah. <laughs> the ideal version. <laughs> um, and Jakeem, it's, it's funny because he's a kid who gets the powers of a genie, so he's it, like instantly using it to just like... I want a bunch of money. I want all this <laughs> yeah. stuff, like any kid would do. Oh, for sure. Um, so he's like, like sitting in a vault, just like counting all of his money, and like the the bank owner like cracks open the door. It's like, how'd you get in here? Like, <laughs> oh, I'm I'm just in here to try to hide from Superman because it's like lead lined uh, vault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so smart Superman plan. Catch him. Yeah, pretty smart. Uh, so he's going to be filling in for Johnny Thunder essentially for the JSA, like we talked about from now on. Uh, we also have uh, Sentinel, who we talked about, Wildcat, who is basically just a boxer who dresses up like a cat. Yeah. Um, that's, I mean, that's Honestly, he was pretty awesome. For better or worse, that's what he is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we have the Spectre, who never really fit in with the JSA because he's literally God's righteous right hand of judgment. <laughs> I was going to say, it's a, it's like a fish out of water with him. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, here's Wildcat. He, he hits pretty hard. He's yeah. got a heart of steel. And, oh, here's the Spectre of judgment from God. <laughs> God right. help you if he deems you unworthy. <laughs> <laughs> just don't look at, at him in the eyes just don't make direct eye contact in better hope he does not swear divine vengeance on thee <laughs> yeah just once he sets judgment you're done uh but his story ends up tying in pretty well because zariel is still a member of the of the the justice league so his yeah, story that kind of ties in with him yeah it's a cool dynamic between those two because yep. then you can say like oh yeah zariel went back to heaven he's done with the justice league but now that ties in still so he's still involved in the story yep. yeah and then we have shazam so that's pretty much the whole crew that we're using for uh for this a lot of times black canary would also be there dr fate uh but they weren't in the story yep for whatever reason um but the story ends up happening when um i don't know if this is a retcon or if this is a reference like this original justice league member it's hard to tell with morrison sometimes um yeah for sure but there's a character here who we're introduced to by the name of billy mack who says that he was like a founding member of the justice league but was really just like forgotten by history mm-hmm. uh, and everyone acknowledges it like superman was like yeah you were a member like you know we remember you. Like, come on, hang out. Yeah, like you're um, a good dude. Like, what, what right. are you doing, man? <laughs> so I don't know enough about Justice League history to know if that was a thing, but this story basically pitches it as like, yeah, he was in the statue of original members, and then yeah, just kind yeah. of whatever reason wasn't popular and didn't end up being a superhero. Either way, it kind of works because that it, it, that actually kind of just adds to the character because his whole that's his whole point. thing is like, oh, people forgot about us. Right. Like, it's like we weren't even part here, of it. And I'm here on a podcast <laughs> being like, who is this guy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're just making him more upset. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he basically is uh, being tormented, and this uh, genie shows up. We find out uh, they're kind of tying that into the, uh, the the fifth dimensional creatures shows up, and he's like, "Oh, like I, I am trying to get free. If you if I can grant you a wish, would you grant me mine?" Essentially, mm-hmm. um, and he's like, "I can make you a superhero. I can make you the most. I can make you like Superman, but better. Yeah, like all you have to do is wish on it, and I'll make it true. And then you know I'll get what I want. He <laughs> he. Yeah, you know that's always a secure deal with right. no strings. Of course." Um, but yeah, he takes the deal and becomes a superhero, uh, allowing this, uh, his name is, uh, Lix's. That's not, that's not how I should say it. Lix. <laughs> Lix. Lix. His name is Lix. <laughs> <laughs> that works. <laughs> 
LKZ, if anyone wants to pronounce it their own way. But yeah. For, we're I'm sure call- there's like 20 ways you could. We're calling him Licks because I, I like it. I'm digging it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they call him Neron at first, and he's like, never heard the name. Too many vowels. <laughs> uh, which is really your first clue that he's going to be like Mixelpix related. Yeah, Because all of them sure. have all the vowels re- removed. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Shazam trying to figure out what's going on goes to talk to uh, uh, goes to the Rock of Eternity to talk to the wizard. Um I don't even know. He has a name, but I don't remember it because Shazam always just calls him Old Wizard. Yeah. Um, but he's he's the one who gave Shazam his powers. He's played by uh, uh, Jim and Hansu in the in the movie. Yeah, he was awesome in the movie. Yep. Uh, there's a really weird part where Plastic Man turns into a cat and then like <laughs> puts his butthole on uh, Wildcat's A head. giant cat. Yeah, a giant cat. And then, like, makes the tail his neck, and then, like, the end of it, his head, and it's just really disturbing. <laughs> the way it's drawn is so weird. Oh, the way it's drawn is, is haunts like, my nightmares. They gave that cat some absolute cheeks. <laughs> Why did they do that? <laughs> I don't know, but it's an interesting creative decision. Oh, since we're but... talking about it, let's go through the creative team here. Let's find out exactly who the culprit is Good here. call. <laughs> oh, it's Howard Porter again. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, the creative team here, uh, written by Grant Morrison, Howard Porter on the pencils, John Dell on the inks, Ken Lopez on the letters, and Pat Gary on the colors. That's the the main creative team we've had on this whole run. They they're all back. Yeah, uh, back to draw this cat butthole. Who else could do it? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so with the uh, with uh, with licks free, he goes uh, he goes nuts and starts turning the bank into like this giant monster, uh, which starts just like terrorizing the town and just like warping the rules of reality around it. Uh, so the the JSA and the JLA have to team up. I like how the cover of the of issue two of this has uh, Superman and Shazam fighting, which I like, know kind of happens. It's literally one part. It's right. like a panel. <laughs> but in this, they make it seem like, oh my god, they're fighting. Yeah, because you can see Wildcat and Wonder Woman like in the background, like, oh no, but like it's, they're not even there. <laughs> yeah, like, worlds will collide in this issue. Yeah, that's a total like YouTube style like. Uh, that's like, the thing. YouTube just copied comic books. They really with did. their clickbait covers. Oh, it, <laughs> comics definitely were the, one of the first to do it. Right? They will fight. <laughs> I mean, you got to hook them in. You do. Um, but I mean, I guess if any nerd picked this up to get it questioned, uh, you know, if who punched who, who would win? It, get, it does get answered in it, this comic. It definitely gets answered. Um, one cool part of the way this issue is framed is it's kind of framed in the way of all these kind of this like ancient, just like uh, elder beings of the DC universe just watching events unfold on the earth. Yeah. Um, I recognize most of them. I, I think on the right high father we have, uh, the guardian from, uh, I don't know which guardian, but one of the guardians from the Green Lantern Corps. We have the Phantom Stranger. The two I don't recognize are the ones on the left and the one next to High Father. Don't know who they are. Just two bearded old white guys. Yeah, you'd know better than me. I do not know. So, uh, Merlin, maybe? I'm just guessing. <laughs> I have no earthly idea. Yeah, your guess is as good as mine. I'm old wise man. <laughs> of course, welcome on the council. You look like an old, old wise white man. Of course I am. Look at this beard. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's funny because we have Jakeem just kind of running around, like, thinking it's all his fault. He's like, I didn't do it. I didn't do this. <laughs> like, running away Getting from, like, a mailbox. A, yeah, a killer mailbox. He's <laughs> like, I swear it's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just noticing too. The panel above that is like a dude whose feet are turning into like vines. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's horrifying. Oh, and one of the things that happens off screen that they didn't draw this one, thankfully, but one guy's screaming in the background. He's like, "Help! My wife's turning into ice cream and she's melting." Oh god! I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, for as much flack too as uh, I've given the art in this run, sometimes I will say whoever did the the panels. Uh, for these issues, that'd be hard, Porter. Yeah, it was a cool job because, uh, like, a lot of the scenes where like the genies are just going ham and doing a bunch of crazy shit, like all the panels are like weirdly laid out. Like it's not just it's uniform. Yeah. yeah, like they had definitely like 
experimented a little more in this run. Yeah, and I like there's like one panel where like uh, one of like the giant. It's basically like a bunch of buildings are coming to life as these titans. Yeah, and there's like one where like he, the titan's kind of resting his hand on the top of the panel, which I thought was kind of cool, like almost like it's a building for sure. Yeah, so that's a cool, uh, cool little uh, art thing there. Yeah, there's some good stuff. There's a part where it seems like Plastic Man like dies. Like I'm not quite sure what happens to him. Yeah, he gets like turned to stone. Yeah, they, like Plastic Man thinks he's like all tough. Like he's, you'll never beat me. And then uh, they start like stretching him out like a bunch. Yeah, <laughs> and then like smashes him. Which there's like a blue light. And then when we see him again, he's like a smoking gray Plastic Man. And I'm like. What happened? <laughs> he kind of brings it up jokingly at the end, but I, I like I couldn't tell if what yeah. he was saying was what really happened. I thought really he happened. died at first. I was like, is that his I, ghost? <laughs> I did too. I was like, Jesus Christ. Uh, but yeah, they basically, uh, both Superman and Shazam around the same time kind of determined that they need to go into the fifth dimension to try to stop this incursion from happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Shazam, like realizing this, like he looks, he like looks at himself. He's like, oh shit, like. I'm not going to be enough help down here. I can go in there and do that. They need Superman. Yeah. So he actually goes and knocks out Superman, like gives him like the one, <laughs> yeah. two, like Superman takes the first punch to his credit. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, Bill, what are you doing? Yeah, he's just so shocked. He's like, why? Why? Why, Bill? <laughs> why would you do this? I trusted you, Bill. <laughs> It's like, sorry, bud. Yeah, I mean, he definitely gave him a bit of an advantage catching him off guard, but yeah, he still freaking gave him the freaking onions and yeah. just knocked his ass out. Oh, one cool part, too, that comes up pretty soon after this is uh, everyone basically leaves the watchtower to go help with like this all the stu- mayhem that's going on. Uh, in the meantime, um, what was his name? Triumph. Uh, Triumph, now he has his powers, uh, goes to basically like to the abandoned uh, watchtower to take it over. Uh, but the only person left there after, uh, after, cause Superman's knocked out. Yep. Uh, our man is there, I think, or does our man go with Shazam? I can't remember. No, no, I think our man, I think he went to the fourth dimension. No, our man stays behind cause he's like, someone needs me here. Oh, right, um, right. Because Steel is the one who's like left alone in the watchtower. Yep. And he initially goes to try to stop Triumph who like short circuits the armor. And so uh, he thinks he kills John, uh, John, but then John just goes into the, uh, into the vents. So it's like a diehard situation. It's just John, like naked John going <laughs> yeah. through the vents. <laughs> yeah. Cause they walk up to this, the busted up armor and they're like, oh shit, he's not even in it. Right, so it's a it's a pretty cool moment where it's like they think they got me. Yeah, I love that, and there's the payoff is so worth it too. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, then the uh, the Thunderbolt genie shows up. Uh, I like the way the way this one looks like with the pink light. Like, oh that's yeah, always looked really cool for sure. And he's like, "Licks, you've overstayed your welcome. You've licked one too many." <laughs> Oh, a really cool part that happens while this is all going on. Zoriel and uh, and uh, Alan Scott are going to um, to find like fr- and free the Spectre, who's basically trapped yeah. in this like uh, part of heaven, like this rock. Yep. That basically this uh, like even like society has started to like grow around him. Yeah, he has like his own ecosystem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's just this like titan of the Spectre, just like sitting here imprisoned. Yeah, it looks really cool. And the dilemma they have is like, yeah, they can free the Spectre. They know how to do it. Like they think they can handle it. Um, but there's like a civilization that's like grown around him on this rock. Yeah. Yep. So they're like, well, shit. Like we can't just like destroy these people like to free like the Spectre. What are yep. we gonna do? And their plan is like way. It's like super super clever and so fucking cool. Because they're like, wait, if we can accelerate time around this society. They will rise and fall and rise and fall until eventually they're just extinct like every species ever goes. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, is that grim? Like, are we killing them? And they're like, like, not well, to them. If it... time is goes the same way on their side, it's basically the same. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I feel more morally ambiguous about this. <laughs> yeah. So it's interesting. So they start ex- uh, accelerating time to the course of like billions and billions of years. 
And at one point they say like Zoriel like when cause, like you see these cities just like rising and falling. I guess time accelerates to like an unfathomable like degree. Yeah. And at one point this was the coolest page where Zoriel like he's they they mentioned in the narration that he went towards the city to just try to see what it what, what it was like yeah, there. Take a peek. Yeah. And <laughs> at, at the speed they were moving, he was moving at such a slow speed that for basically like seven hundred and like even more years was just a statue mm-hmm. that like was trying to speak, but like at the the speed that they lived and died like no one ever like saw any movement or perceived any movement yep so that, that was just a really cool part was like, damn <laughs> yeah that is I was not expecting that shit <laughs> yeah and batman this whole time has been trying to just like you know do recon trying to figure out like what is attacking them and how they can stop it mm-hmm. and he figures out that and this is something i didn't know apparently uh, aquaman also has ties with these uh fifth dimensional imps he has a villain kind of tied into the similar a similar thing okay which they bring up here batman tracks aquaman down and calls on him to like try to track this down which ends up being the main villain here because uh, Green Lantern is, like, trapped in the fifth dimension, and Shazam is like, gone to rescue him. And the panels there are really fucking cool. Yeah, that's a really cool sequence. Because Shazam's the only one who knows what's going on. Uh, Kyle's just basically being tortured in here, just, like, being, like, what? It's like when Thanos uses the reality stone and just makes everything weird. Yeah. Um, it's, like, so every panel kind of shows that. It's, like, Wally with his face in, like, a million cards or, like, being, like... Yeah, it's like a fold-out. Right, exactly. So the panels do a really good job of showing just, like, how he's just being, like, you know, tortured and, like, flown around through this reality. Yeah, that's a trip through hell. Uh, and then, yeah, uh, Quisp is the name of this, uh, of the fifth dimensional imp who Aquaman fought, who is, like, torturing them in here, who we find out. Uh, but, yeah, there's a badass part where, like we mentioned, Steel is just crawling through the, the, the vents trying to stay hidden from Triumph. And our man, like he said, he had to stay behind to guard someone, so he floats up through the vents. He's like, Steel! And he's like, oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> It's like I've arrived just in time. I have good news for you. Your workshop is just below us, and it show it pans down, and you see uh, Steel's hammer with the forge, and you're like, "Yeah, <laughs> right." It's a really cool moment. Hell yeah! But he's like, "I have good news and bad news. One of us will shortly die. One of them will die. <laughs> is it going to be the character everyone kind of thought might die? Yes, probably." <laughs> Oh my god, this page uh, where the genies are fighting each other and uh, the Thunderbolt is throwing the moon at the as he's using the earth as a shield. Right. That was a really cool <laughs> fucking page. Yeah, there's some great spreads like that. <laughs> the, 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 thunder, the Thunderbolt's like, I don't really know what I'm doing here. What do I do? Do I throw the moon at the earth? <laughs> just, uh, just wing it. No, don't do that. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, the way it concludes is pretty cool. Aquaman and Batman, like, team up to t- uh, retake the uh, the Watchtower, which is pretty badass. Yeah. Because the issue just starts with them, like, doing stealth, like, about to sneak up on Triumph, and you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's on. I like how Morrison, like, uses Aquaman a lot. Not a lot of Justice League writers do that, but uh, Morrison does a good job of, like, uh, the keeping Aquaman involved and having him do a lot of cool stuff. Oh, for sure, yeah. And, so, like, in, in a lot of the, or most of the ones we've read, I didn't like the World War Three that comes later, like, he's has some good stuff, too. Oh, nice. Yes, I think you said you read ahead the arc that we're doing next week already, haven't yep. you? Yep. Oh, dope. Yeah, yeah. so we were, we're finishing it next week. How, how does it wrap up? Just give me a little spoiler. About how Is much of good? a spoiler do you want? Oh, it's great. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> Tell me how it ends. It, 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 uh, I mean, at a point, it kind of gets a little, uh, not endgame-y, but, like, it, you know, it's the huge, giant battle. Well, oh, it's okay. kind of cool to see, that's like, all, all the reserves and everything. But oh, that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah, I expected that much. It's a great Lex Luthor, though. Oh, nice. Yeah. I wanted more Lex. Yep. Do you know what Mageddon is? Uh, Mageddon? Yeah. Is it, like, a villain? 
it basically like a giant celestial like weapon. Oh no, I don't. Okay, might yeah, be that's, a new thing. That's it might one be of a the, callback. It could be sure. a new thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and the best part is uh, while uh, Aquaman and Batman are fighting Triumph, and we forgot to mention he uh, mind controls the Ray and uh, another uh, Gypsy. Yeah, Gypsy. Uh, the Ray I know. I don't know the other character. Yeah, me neither. Um, the Ray is a pretty uh, classic character. Um, but then there's a really cool part where uh, Triumph like turns around and he's just like, oh no, and you see these two panels of just like the Superman streak going yeah. through walls of the watchtowers. Boom, boom, boom. He's like, shit, Superman woke up. Yup. <laughs> Such a cool page. <laughs> right. They don't even show him fighting Triumph. You're just like, oh no, yeah, it's, it's over. Yeah, just a giant blue streak, blue yeah. and red streak flying by. Yeah, you know it's over. You don't even need to see the fight. All right. Um, but yeah, basically it ends with uh, Kyle and Shazam going to this like fifth dimensional trial where they determine that the whole reason for this conflict is like this war between the two like uh colors of the genies. two colors yeah yeah and uh kyle just like pitches this uh this like hypothetical to them like in their courtroom here he's like oh i'm an artist like it, it doesn't matter like eventually you'll have things that border but you know eventually you'll create a new color by them coming together and you'll have a whole new a whole new thing and that's beautiful and you should do that yeah and they're like wait a minute this changes everything war is over <laughs> So it's pretty cool. Just introducing logic to an illogical world. Yeah, yeah and yeah, because uh, the one uh, woman's pissed. She's like, "Well, Earth is like my my husband's like uh, hobby, basically. So if that gets resolved, like he's gonna be home way too much." <laughs> <laughs> it's like nice. <laughs> Don't bring Mister Mixelpix home, right? Uh, but yeah, it ends with um with like you know everything stopped, but then uh, the person had to die, so it was Wildcat. And I'm like reading, and I'm like, "Oh, good, it's the person I didn't want to die." Right. <laughs> But then he ends up not dying because then we find out he has nine lives. Yeah, I, I think that might have been because that's the thing I knew about from modern reading about Wildcat. But this might have been introduced right here because everyone seems surprised by it. It must. I mean, it must have been the first time anyone saw saw him it happen. Life. Yeah, because I think I think it's pitched like maybe he's lost a couple already. Yeah. Um, because that's why he's so old. So he must have lost at least one already. Yeah, because they're like, well, how long have you known? He's like, well, basically since 1945. It's like I didn't like I'm 75 years old. Like I, it's not just diet and exercise. Like right. that I look this young. Like it's because of the lives. So I mean it's a it's a cool enough power it's, it's I mean if you're, if you're gonna be named Wildcat and you want some like mythological cat powers Nine Lives is a pretty good one I think it's kind of a fun thing for comic books because then you can track it across all of continuity oh for sure you still only have nine yep so like if any writer who wants to use one of those it's like a big boom yeah you got to get like the rubber stamp to get that yep. approved <laughs> so it's pretty cool so anytime like Wildcat actually does suffer a death like I'm sure someone has a tally they're like that's six oh yeah for <laughs> sure. So it's a cool concept. Yeah, I just don't know how often uh, Wildcat gets used. Uh, not too much. <laughs> the JSA is just like, it's a group that's hard to do anything interesting with because it's just such a dated idea. Exactly, yeah. And all of them are just such like dated white guys. So it's like, <laughs> I know. If you're it gonna gets use, a little boring. And they all have much more interesting like legacy characters filling their roles. So And, yeah. and it just doesn't make sense for them. Like Unless you do like a new JSA with all the new characters, that could maybe be cool. Yeah, yeah. Because like, there's a much more interesting Dr. Fate right now uh, named Khalid. Uh, he, he's the one in the Justice League Dark book. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a, a Black Canary, obviously. There's new, the new one of them. And then there's all the Green Lanterns. So it's mm. just like you got a lot more characters like nowadays that are just like fill the role much better. Yeah, for sure. Um, but then, yeah, so Superman ends up fighting fighting triumph steel ends up getting control of the entire watchtower as his suit yeah is a pretty set, cool moment yeah the setup he's got is awesome he's like just all connected to a bunch of metal parts yep. just like the tower is my weapon <laughs> you took all my clothes so now i'll wear the tower 
It fits great. <laughs> and then the specter shows up. He's like, I have arrived, and now it is your hour of damnation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just freezes him and is like about to bring down the hammer. And everyone's just like, holy shit, whoa, stop. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Wait, why did we need the specter? Why did you free? <laughs> what the hell, man? Yeah, what did he do anything besides almost fuck everything up? Oh, uh, yeah, he kind of showed up and they were like, because this is the thing is like the specter, the original specter was a lot less hardcore. Yeah, because I, he helped with the fifth dimension, but like right. in this, he basically almost fucked the whole thing. Yeah, because the, the specter, the modern take on him is that it's basically just like a ghost rider kind of thing. Like you're the yeah. spirit of vengeance for God. Like you, uh, people who are wronged, you come out and give them the business. Yeah, because I think the only... The only prominent thing I can think of that I've read the Spectre in was that uh, Swamp Thing. Yeah. But that I've seen him Where he's like, used very little. He's just kind of a cameo just yeah. to be like, I'm the Spectre, yeah. Okay. Um... But yeah, and, uh, but yeah, then Swamp Thing did represent him kind of well, where it shows off yeah, like, he was cool the Swamp scale Thing. Of, of him, yeah. Oh, for sure, yeah. Um... But the thing, the old Spectre was very much like a much more human character because it was like the Spectre was always like possesses a human. Yeah, yeah. And like they kind of combine. But right now we're just seeing the Spectre. Okay. Like just the Spectre. So yep. that's why it's so fucking hardcore where he has like the hammer of judgment. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for I am the specter of vengeance, and I am risen from the dead to still your cold heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zoril's just like, whoa, man, chill out. All crimes must be paid. There is no <laughs> land beyond the vengeance of the voice, and in his name I condemn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's uh, I'm like, oh, my God. This dude's like, I'm sorry, I just wanted to be in the Justice League. <laughs> yeah, where this leaves off, like, he's basically just frozen. And yeah. they, they, I don't think they really know quite what to do with him. Yeah, and the the best part is Superman, like, goes up to him. He's like, you didn't have to do all this. Like, if you wanted to be in the Justice League, we remembered you. you right. All you had to do was ask. Yeah. It's like, oh, fuck. And he's just like, oh, man, you think if I go in there and say I'm really sorry? <laughs> oh, shit, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> it's the spirit of vengeance. <laughs> Not going to get the chance. That was just uh, that was my favorite bit of just, like, comedy from Morrison, just having the specter of vengeance show up. It's like, should I say sorry? You will repay. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like they're always great at those moments. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was a really fun arc. I really uh, appreciated that one because it had, like, it does get, like, uh, it has, like, those Morrison moments that I love of just, like, high concept, just, like, high sci-fi. Oh, just, absolutely. like, kind of moments. But it also has a lot of just, like, down-to-earth, just superheroes doing superhero stuff, which is a lot yeah. of fun, too. So it's a good mix mix of those two things where, like, with good character moments. Yeah, for sure. Um, like, even the characters, like, because it, it's a lot of characters they tried to balance, but also do a pretty good job of, uh, of doing that as well, I thought. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah, next week will take us into the final arc, which is going to be World War Three, uh, which is going to be the final uh, Morrison arc on this JLA run, which we'll find out uh, how this ends. This is, uh, I've only read, when I read this the first time, up through the uh, up through uh, Rock of Ages, so we're all in new, new territory for Oh, me. really? Oh, yep. no. So I've not read any of this so far. Cool. So this will be... Yeah, you're going to like World War Three. Nice. I'm excited. Um, but yeah, so that is what we are doing uh, next week. Uh, we do have uh, just some quick... Like I said, we talked about mainly what we were going to talk about for the show pretty much already. Um, we're kind of... Uh, I think overall, I think the show just kind of didn't age as well as I thought it was. Yeah. So I don't know if there's as much to talk about for a, a podcast like this, which is fine. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to sit here and just fucking ramble on about fucking nothing. Exactly. That's the last thing anybody wants on these podcasts. Yeah. And, <laughs> and clearly it's pretty obvious or everyone knows that most comic book adaptations aren't like the most like uh dense i guess like yeah. they're pretty like run of the mill and like, there's some episodes of this show where you go back and they do age pretty well but some of them like were adapted from other things like i think the episode that um like this show was the only one where alan moore like allowed them to adapt one of his stories like ever oh really like for any kind of one of his comic books like, huh. every one of them was just like done damn other than that 
Um, but this one was the only one he gave his blessing to put his name on. Okay. Where so it says written by Alan Moore, and it was the for the man who has everything. Gotcha. Uh, we might come back and do the show if we ever uh, read that comic because that comic is really fucking good. Okay. Um, it's like D- Dave Gibbons and Alan Moore teaming up, like the, the same Watchmen team. Yeah, I've heard the name. Of yeah. the, of that title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's basically a him going into this uh, gets wrapped up by this plant, and it, it starts injecting him with like these memories of like a really good life. It's like a parasite. Oh, so, okay. Like, you don't want to leave. It just keeps feeding off you. Oh, dude, I told it. I I remember like a year or so ago you were watching that. I and I saw part of that episode. Oh, I think yeah, you think you might have. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, so we might do that at some point if we want to do any more of the show. But yeah, a lot of it. That I've kind of because I rewatched this this whole show recently, and I think a lot of it is just like like I said, what you see is kind of what you get. Yeah. Uh, for better or worse, and uh, some of the characters they write pretty well, some they don't. Batman's always pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, um, I think if I was gonna come back, Justice League Unlimited ages a little bit better than the original show. Okay. Um, that one's the one with like the bigger cast because then yeah, they yeah. can kind of tell a more a more uh, focused story on certain characters that matter for what they're doing. Definitely. Yeah. Um, so I think that that ends up aging a little bit better. Yeah, because there, there are a lot of moments, like in last week's uh, couple episodes, too, where like they'll try to have uh, like a few meaningful moments between two characters to build that relationship, and it always sometimes just feels super forced and like cheesy. Yeah. Like, there's one... Do you remember how the uh, last week ep- episode that, opened? With John and Hawkgirl. Hawkgirl's watching videotapes of Hawks flying. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that, some of those scenes are pretty funny, though. I forgot to... I wanted to bring that up because I forgot to mention it last week, and that was the funniest. I literally burst out laughing <laughs> when I started watching that episode. Oh man, just I forgot like, about that too. Hawk girl sitting at a computer just watching a like a YouTube video of hawks <laughs> flying. Ooh, <laughs> that's actually really funny. <laughs> oh god, I you want to be that. a bird, don't you? <laughs> right. Yes, I hate being a human. <laughs> just sitting there, like God, that must be the life. <laughs> no worries. Like the, the the Thanagarians in most takes don't even have wings; they just wear their wings. I was gonna say, yeah, they're not like a hawk hybrid. I think in the show it is different. I think she does have the wings in the show. I think so because when yeah. she's wearing like t-shirts, she still has it. So unless she just like never wants to take them off, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's more of like an animal hybrid type deal, right? So I'll catch some flack for saying it, but the show's not as good as I remember it. So it's, it's the voice voice actors are great. I'll I'll keep that with me. Oh uh, yeah, those but, will always be great. Um, yeah, I think I think the Batman animated series and the Superman animated series are just better. Yeah, I, I and think. and obviously it definitely like takes a little damage from you know being a grander scale like Justice League. That's true. So yeah. you kind of have to try to focus on multiple characters and like kind of balance that. Yeah. But- it's just a lot of times it ends up being big punchy instead of like a story. Which for is sure, a problem, yeah. yeah. Which I mean, that's partly being a you know a Saturday morning that's the kids thing, cartoon. Yeah. That, that's kind of why I said at the beginning I was like I don't know if we we should go back and talk about too many of these episodes of yeah, these yeah. like old kids shows because a lot of times what are you going to talk about? Hey, they teamed up and they fought each other and they Hawk shot the beams. Hawker will watch a video of some hawks flying around. <laughs> that, that you got to know, right? <laughs> People have to know. That's some serious character building. <laughs> All right, but that'll be it for what we're covering uh, this week. Like I said, next. Week Although, no, wait. Oh, wait. There's one scene that I specifically wrote down. Okay. Oh, yeah. For, oh, yeah. For, the, for this uh, set of episodes? Yeah. Yeah. So, the, in these episodes, it's. Uh, the, do we want to talk about the plot? Yeah, go ahead. So, ba- to wrap it up, it's like um, they they get thrown in this alternate universe where it's like wh- the where Green Lantern grew up. It was like right. his childhood superheroes, and like somehow they become real. It ends up being the knockoff JSA. Yeah, yeah. So, but then ends up being it's a it's an illusion by some dude who was living in apocalypse that got blown up or whatever. Right. It's so like Wandavision. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. So there's one scene where 
it's just like a typical like white picket fence suburbia type neighborhood and uh there's like uh, a tnt truck which yeah. is a thing go about to go head on with a school bus full of nuns and the yeah. flash literally run instead of like you know moving one of the vehicles or anything because you would think the episode literally starts out with him like catching a giant freaking <laughs> mecha like godzilla thing and like saving them but Wait, he's the flash yeah instead <laughs> he jumps into the driver's seat swerves out of the way and then realizes that the brakes are dead and just crashes the tnt truck into a building <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure there was no one in there yeah it's like flash what are you doing like you could have approached that situation about 80 different ways <laughs> you could have gone into the into the bus grabbed everything of tnt yep. taken it out put it in a little you buried it <laughs> god it would like i literally started b- busting out laughing i was like this is ridiculous i i, I can't think <laughs> my brain no good yeah he was in a pinch i guess yeah I, oh I mean, man that was hilarious though don't have enough time wait that doesn't make sense <laughs> uh but yeah so the, uh the next week we'll be wrapping up the morrison run this jla run does keep going because basically yeah it's uh, very long mark wade uh was has done a couple arcs in between this and keeps writing yeah. it after morrison leaves so yep. the, the, this run and these characters do keep going after this but that's kind of where we're gonna stop yeah um We'll come back to uh, Justice League stuff at some point. I don't even really know what Justice League book I'd want to read besides the Morrison one, because honestly, it's one of the most surprising books to like not have anything that's recommended to read for it. It's just that, like, been totally a, stands. There's out. just been a lot of mediocre, just kind of like here's the Justice League, yeah, um, which is unfortunate, sure. yeah, because yeah. you'd think there'd be a lot more recommended runs. The same thing kind of goes for the Avengers. The Avengers does a little bit better. Because the Avengers is at least like three or four runs I can think of that are very commonly recommended. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know how much we'll come back to the Justice League. We'll have to see. Um, Justice League Dark, I'd love well, to do I mean, at some point. Well, we're already like basically at the bottom of the barrel for adaptations. That's for that the thing. Too, so, so unless something new happens, yeah. Which- I really hope that the Snyder <laughs> stuff doesn't get revived, but who knows? Yeah, you never know. Give someone new a chance. For God's sakes, I'm begging you. Right. God, get some new blood. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, but that'll be it for what we're doing this uh, time. Like I said, we don't know what we're doing the week after. We'll figure it out. But then we're some Falcon Winter Soldier stuff. Oh, yeah, Steel. That's right. Yeah, we did yeah. decide. Yeah, probably Steel. So definitely Steel. And then Falcon Winter Soldier. Okay. That's the plan. That'll work. Cool, cool. All right. So join us next time for the final Justice League. See you later. <laughs>